0: Hey friends! Welcome to the Field Guide to Particle Physics. This is your informal guide to the subatomic ecosystem that we're all immersed in. Today, we are talking about the neutral pion. In many ways, the neutral pion, sometimes called the pi zero meson, is closely related to the charged pions. In others, the neutral pion is a truly bizarre little beast associated to nobody. There are many kinds of pions because there are many ways to combine up and down quarks into particle-antiparticle pairs. The neutral pions are a kind of mixed bag of up quarks paired with anti-up quarks and down quarks paired with anti-down quarks. The electric charges are always cancelled between these two antiparticle partners. The neutral pion is a great example of how antimatter isn't always a destructive thing. Owing to this special structure, the neutral pion is its own antiparticle. The pi-zero mesons decay much, much faster than their charged siblings, a literal billion times faster. They only stick around for about 8.5 times 10 to the minus 17 seconds. Yikes! That is so small it probably doesn't mean anything to most of us. But by particle physics standards, that's a properly fast decay. The charged pions decay via the weak nuclear force. The neutral pions decay via the electromagnetic force, which is much, much stronger, which is why they decay much, much faster. However uninspiring their short lifetimes might be, how these particles decay is truly fascinating. Neutral pions decay into a pair of photons almost all the time. And when they don't, it's because one or more of these photons has converted implicitly to an electron-positron pair. This decay happens because of the so-called chiral anomaly, which is an extremely subtle feature of the laws of our universe. The chiral anomaly emerges as an event, or a blip, a moment in time, where the quarks that make up the neutral pion quantum mechanically convert into all kinds of quarks, up, down, top, strange, bottom, charge, whatever, all at once. It's kind of reminiscent of that nuclear goo that's going on inside the pion or, or the proton that goo collectively and cleanly self-annihilates into a pair of photons and it does so with remarkable efficiency. This is a purely quantum phenomena which has a lot of real-world consequences. The chiral anomaly depends on all the quarks all at once, even the ones that might be so heavy that we haven't seen them yet. And as it turns out, to correctly compute the measured pion lifetime, the total number of quark species must be six. precisely. 6. And as it turns out, we've already observed 6 different kinds of quarks. Which on one hand is kind of a bummer, we have nothing left to find. On the other hand, it's an amazing consistency check on the known laws of physics. It's how we know that our understanding of nature is at least on the right track. Because these neutral pions decay to photons of a very specific energy, they are extremely easy to look out for. Astronomers will routinely see them while looking into space. Pi-zero decays are often associated with supernovae, that is, exploding stars, which suggests two things. First, exploding stars explode with such power that they act as gargantuan particle accelerators. Second, having giant cosmic particle accelerators explains the large number of ultra-high energy cosmic rays that are responsible for those cosmogenic muons raining down upon us all the time. Neat, huh?